my friend is here. Let me see. You want to make a drink too? Yeah. I'm gonna do it. My friend is here. I'm gonna make a make a drink before we start up there. Give me give me like two All seconds. Right. Okay. Who has the PS5? All right, welcome everyone. We got DJ Croft and Swaggy in the building. We're going to be interviewing uh, DJ Croft today. Uh, DJ, want to introduce yourself? Hello, everybody. How's it going? I'm DJ Croft. You may know me as, you know, the cosplayer. Um, it's so nice to be with you guys tonight. Happy June 13th. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. How's your night going? Uh, it's all good. It's How's all you? good. Yeah, how's yours? It is fantastic. I'm having me a drink over here, and I am <laughs> sipping on it, and it's delicious. Hey, y'all see he got the special cup, though. Man. He got the special uh, yes. cup. How oh, a special cup for me, man. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> mm-hmm. How's your night going, Swaggy? What's going on? I mean, I'm just cool, man. It's a Saturday night. I'm just going to see what's up. We're here to interview you. This is about all you, all you and your focus, DJ Cross. So... The floor is all yours, big fella. It's all you doing. So special. So what got you into cosplay? Like what? What got you started? You know what? Yeah, that, you know that's a very, very clear shot for me. Um, you know, <clears throat> I was really interested in being a cosplayer once I saw a lot of men, co- you know, start to cosplay. You know, my favorite female superhero, which is Laura Croft, and um. You know, one day I was just bored, and I decided to just come up with an idea to create my own costume because I've seen other men cosplay female characters. So that's what really inspired me to get into it. Really, yeah. So was Laura, Laura, your first um, cosplay? Yes, she is, and she's my superhero. She's <laughs> the bad bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's a good take. That's on. your favorite one as well, right? Yeah, yeah. Now that's one of my, that's one of my favorite ones. Yes, uh, she yeah she holds a big meaning to me. Um, you know, you know, growing up, I just remember my big cousin playing, you know, the two meter demo uh, on PS one, and I just remember just falling in love with like how the game is, like how what she means to me is like heroic. She's brave. She's courageous. She's encouraging and she's inspiring. Um. I think she's make, she makes me feel confident, you know. It helps me, like, you know, better myself as a person. And I think that's what she means to me as a character. Because she, she's, she's a badass. So, you know, it goes it goes deep with Laura Croft. <laughs> yeah. yeah that's, that's, a good, that's a good explanation. If you have my take on it, that's definitely, like, cut. Cosplaying your favorite character is the way to go, in my opinion, because I'd just be doing my own, like, my own favorite characters and whatnot. So I definitely respect that. But, like, let me ask you, this is a random question real quick. What did you think of the Angelina Jolie version of Laura Croft? Oh, she was perfect. She was perfect. perfect. Yeah, because she looked like Laura Croft, first of all. Um, and she had the body, she had the attitude, the sass, the wit, the sexiness, the confidence, and the badassness. All in one. 
Man, let me tell you, I remember when the first movie was coming out back in 2001. My big brother, like, he used to get so excited to see me get excited about seeing, like, the trailers on TV. You know, back then when people used to watch TV. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, she just embodies her so well. Like, she is, like, yeah, she's, like, the queen of Laura Croft. Seriously. That answered my question. Yeah. So I'm assuming you prefer um, Angelina. Um, No, I'm not biased towards the new movie with the girl Alicia Vikander. I think she's doing fantastic. Um, So I'm not going to really, you know, choose because I I don't want to be that Tomb Raider fan. You know, Um, yeah, I like both. I like the new actor and and Angelina Jolie, you know, but, you know, Angelina is what I grew up with. So... That's how, you know. Know. Huh? that's how you know. That's how you know you're a true character of the fan, man. Like, you're like, hey, it doesn't matter who portray him as long as they do it good. Mm-hmm. I'm expected. That's that's how you know you're a true fan of that character. Yeah, yeah. Because there's so there's so many animosity around like the new like the newer games, um, around the newer movies with like a lot of classic fans of Tomb Raider. They're so toxic. Um, so I try not to be like that. I try to be open to new ideas. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I do criticize, but I mean, you have to kind of weigh the good and the bad, you know. That actually, mm-hmm. that actually segues well into one of the questions we have for you today. And if you Ooh. don't, mind, if you don't, yeah, if you don't mind me, let me add, I, probably, I probably we're probably gonna save this for later. But just how like the criticism and how the the toxic how toxicity goes during the whole fandoms and whatnot. Yeah. What? How do you feel like? as your role as a black cosplayer in the community. Like there's a lot of toxic stuff that goes on for us exactly. Like yeah. so what do you what how do you feel about being a black black cosplayer in the community and how do you feel about the state of the community for black folks in general? Like just give us your take on that because it, it definitely what you just said just segues into that perfectly. Yeah. Um <clears throat> I think I think I've been a great positive inspiration as a cosplayer, especially in the Tomb Raider community, I get so much love in that community, guys. Like, you don't understand. Like, I feel like I'm making a big difference to show people that, hey, I'm a black man. And yes, I am a male. And yes, I am killing this cosplay. And I think it sets a positive tone, you know, because despite that, there, there are a lot of negativity out there. I think with a lot of black people of color or, you know, black or people of color, um, cosplayers, you know, I've had someone tell me before, like my like my recent shoot, my Lady Dimitrescu shoot. Um, it's on Facebook. Some guys like, oh, I don't want you running after me, telling me telling me that Black Lives Matter, and I'm like, where did they even come from? You know, and I'm like, of course, it comes from a little hillbilly from an unge- an uneducated place, mm-hmm. and Luckily, thankfully, I have not experienced bad racism in the cosplay community, but I have witnessed a lot of um, hating things towards people of color, including the thing that I just experienced. So I just think that what I do is I just kind of be a positive light to the world and try to radiate positive energy instead of like um, bad energy or like victimizing energy. Because I'm, I'm not going to let someone make me feel like a victim because of my skin color. Like, screw that. 
So I think that's the kind of role I play as a black cosplayer. That's a, that's a very, very good take on it. Yeah, because said, the thing yeah. is, because the thing is, you do, I have seen, you know, a few people of color, um, cosplayers, they, they victimize themselves a little too much. And I think that when you put yourself in a perspective that you're bigger than those people and you're actually more talented than those haters, then you can't you can't make yourself feel like you're always a victim. You have to be a conqueror, a survivor, you know, a badass. And going back to what I was saying earlier, you know, Laura Croft has really has really inspired me to be that way. You know, it's, it's to be a survivor. You know, to keep going, don't stop. You know, because in tombs, she's constantly going, not stopping. She's like, you know, escaping death in every single room. So it just. I think that's why Lil Cobb has made a big role in my life because she's me. She's helped me with my confidence, my self esteem, not to really put any thought in people's crazy bullcrap on social media. And I'm happy you brought that up, Swaggy, um, because there is a lot of toxic behaviors in the um, on social media and in the fandom world. I don't know why, but it's there. So. <laughs> It, it is what it is. People are always gonna hate on stuff. It's just nature, nature of human humanity in general. Yeah, I, I personally don't like it. Like I just do my thing and go home. Personally, you, everybody knows about it. I do my thing. Same yeah. here. Yeah, I do my thing. I go home. Yeah. I mean, that's the best way you can deal with it. Just try to be a positive light in what you can do. Just be. I mean, you, you hit the nail on the coffin. It's just be the best you you can be. At the end of the day, it's just it's your cosplay and what you can do to affect people to bring about a decent, positive change. Now, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And, and you know what? That's why that's why I don't understand like people who make comments like they did under my Lady Dimitrescu cosplay. Because you know, first of all, like who mentioned about Black Lives Matter on exactly. on my cosplay? Like it makes no sense. Like this person is clearly threatened about Black Lives Matter. That's why that's why you have to come in on my photo. You know, I'm all about just like showing what I can represent. You know, it has nothing to do with race or anything like that. I just so happen to be a person of color cosplaying. Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, that's that's really all it is. Like all these people in here that put all these comments and stuff out, it's just a little, the scared little kid hiding behind the computer screen. <laughs> they don't yeah. do anything about nothing. They just they're threatened about they're threatened about us, or they're threatened about you looking good, but looking better than them. Right. Yeah. So it. Right. That's that's at the end of the day, you have to just be you. Because so, because people people always expect us to be mediocre, to be mm-hmm. to be the less the less uh, the less um attractive friend in movies, you know, to a white person, or mm-hmm. to be the supporting cast, or to be the maid, or to be uh, the bystander. But then once they, when people, but when those types of people see that black people actually have talent and their image is as beautiful, image is as awesome, they get threatened by that. So they, they, of course, they want to come in and say some crazy stuff because they actually feel threatened by us. Mm-hmm. And really, they're, project, they're projecting on us what they really feel about themselves. Exactly. That's what we're waiting to realize. I wish like more and more black cosplayers. We realize all those comments and stuff they say. Like everybody's just different, and then everybody's not like me or you or anything like that. But when they put comments and stuff, 
Like they realize those people are scared and they're just they don't know how to take this. They yeah. They're seeing a black person doing this and they're not used to that. And no, scared. they're not. They're not because they're because they're used to because they're used to seeing the stereotype. Yeah. And I think that's really sad. Um because I don't know, it's just it's just a situation where people have to people just un, are uneducated and they have to be exposed to different walks of life, you know? It's it's it is what it is. It sucks that that's the world we have to live in, but at the moment, at the point in time we're in, like we just have to keep representing the best we can and moving forward with yeah. it. And people full, full people fall in line with that. Because that's the literally the only thing you can do. You can't go with somebody with antagonistic like somebody say something stupid to you, you can't go at them the same way they come at you because then you're just meeting them on that same level. You gotta be better. And that, that's trust what me. trust me, I had learned my lesson. Once yeah. I got once I got blocked on Facebook for three days because I <laughs> retaliated towards an asshole, towards that same asshole. I'm like, oh my God, man. Cause you know, I guess Facebook now and social media is doing this thing now where you can't comment um disrespectful words or yeah. then you get blocked for two or three days or an hour or so. So I'm being careful with that. It's it's stupid, but at the same time, it's understandable because it puts you accountable for stuff. Like people are gonna comment dumbstick all the time. Man, <laughs> like, you as an adult, you like, you know what? They could say that, but it's just words. I don't know. Right. Me. Yeah. Right. <laughs> they say, "What do you, Cosmos? What, what do you have to say about all this, man? Go ahead." Yeah. Well, I haven't really hey, faced you know it. I haven't faced it as much. You said what? So I don't really know what you guys are going through. I said I haven't faced it as, as as much as you guys, so I don't. I'm not really sure. The the racism and stuff is more subtle here. Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, it's more back Canada. Because it's Canada, you guys live in yeah. a better place. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know. Well, I mean, it's not so in your face. It's not so in your face, but it's still there. But it's just not in your face, right? Yeah. Mm. Um. I, I've noticed demographically. You know, um, I've I've noticed I get support from you know Christopher talking about you know race. I mean, I mean we all we're all the human race, but for these people that think about race, this is the way I have to explain it. Um, I get a lot. Of, I noticed demographically, I get a lot of support from white women, black women, black men, Hispanic men, Hispanic women. Indian men, Asian men, and you know everybody else. But I've noticed um, I, now I do get support by a lot of white men too. But I've noticed statistically from a lot of my posts and a lot of things that I post on social media, it's always a white male like trying to attack me, or they press the laughing emoji on my photo on Facebook. It's like it's like I have not. See any other demographic within my cosplay realm hate on me besides like that type of you know individual, and I and I don't really know why you know, but I mean of course you know where we live, white supremacy America, where you know a lot of people that are none, people of color, they feel entitled and privileged, and they want to um say whatever they want to say, you know. And that rolls and that plays and that plays into social media, how they operate social media. You know? That's been my huh? I get what you're saying. 
Um, like, I think what's been happening recently in the last year and a half since the whole pandemic happened is I think a lot of black cosplayers are trying not to hate on each other in general. I, I, I think black cosplayers are hating on each other. Uh, it's a it's a thing. It, it it was a thing for a little while. Like not all black people like a, it's the same thing as every other demographic like of people. Not all black people like all black people. Not all white people I like mean, all white people. Right. Yeah. yeah. Do we wish I I've no I've seen a bunch of people that have beef with each other for some reason. I don't get involved in nothing personally because first of all, I don't, I don't think anybody should get into beef with me because I don't really give a lot of fucks. <laughs> and I'm pretty mm-hmm. bad. But uh I see a lot of people that have a lot of people each other just squash that and be like, yo, we both black. We don't need to bring each other down. I've seen that happen a lot. Like they don't really need to bring each other down. So in terms of not like disliking anything, they just leave each other alone. I've seen that happen a lot more actually in the last like yeah. year. I, I just think people probably sat back and thought about it. But generally the most hate we get is from you know a white man. And because they just used to how things are, they get what they want. Across the social, like think about it, social media started up with a white man. Yeah, <laughs> shit. This is their yeah. world. They're trying to go above their realm and be better than what they think they are in real life. So, is is they try to take control, take control of your own realm and do all that stuff, and they don't understand that they they scared little kid at home. Like, yo, everybody can look good too. It's right. Like everybody can be equal for real. If you really right. Mm-hmm. And they just how that's changing. So mm-hmm. yeah, and that's what it is. You know, you know, it's a taught thing. It's a taught thing for parents. Um, and because no one's really born, you know, the way they, the way people be acting. Um, these days, it's just a taught thing, you know. Yeah. But I'm really happy uh, supporters that I have with my cosplay. So it makes me feel great. You do good. You deserve it, rightfully so. You work. You work hard on what you do. Thank you. I'm working on the costume right now. Who are Who are some of your most uh, inspirational uh, uh, cosplayers? You would say that inspired you the most. Cosplayers. Yes. Whoa, um, <laughs> that's a hard one. Um, you know what? Who Who do I get inspired by? I you know. I'm gonna be honest with you. Um, I actually really get inspired by myself, you know, and that's no shade to anybody out there. No, it's not that. It's just even in my real life, um, I don't look up to nobody much. I mean, I think through the years of being bullied, you know, for being, you know, gay and for being black, it's to, to some degree, I've learned to kind of be my own survivor. And to be my own, like, to be my own encourager and my own, like, support. And I think that in the cosplay world, I could take ideas from certain people or inspiration from people. But I don't know. That's a really hard one for me. Because um, I think I really, really, truly, um, I really inspire myself. Um, because yeah. I feel like that's all I've had is myself. Cause it's, you know, cause it's hard to make friends these days and, you know, um, you know, I've, I've been bullied and stuff like that. So it's just, I think I really been a big inspiration for myself, but I think there's, I think, I think a lot of cosplayers out there are, are incredible. 
I think they're amazing, you know, as yourself, Swaggy. Um, you know, uh, but I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah, uh, that's a hard one. But that's not taking away the awesomeness that a lot of cosplayers have. I just be my own like motivation. I hope that doesn't sound horrible. <laughs> hey, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got a question there, Swag? Um. Okay. So who? But outside Laura Croft, who are your favorite? Characters that give you inspiration, let me say that. It's definitely characters from Resident Evil. Um, I love Alice from the movies that a lot of people hate, but and I love her. And Chris Redfield, I freaking love that guy. He's such a badass. Um, I have to say Jill Valentine, as you can see, you know, if you've seen my cosplay, I've cosplayed her. Um that's pretty much about it. All the other ones are pretty amazing, but it's those three characters. They just speak volumes to me because, you know, they were able to survive so many outbreaks, so many, you know, pandemics, and they never gave up, you know. And I think I tied it with my real life. Again, you know, going back to the bullying and, mm -hmm. and like, the racism and stuff, and, you know, all that, and having, like, social problems. So I think that at 27 years old, I've managed to still be alive. So I've survived. So, I, you know, I notice I tend to relate to characters that have this like this survival skill and they and they're like badass with it, you know. So I say those three characters for sure. And Batman. I love <laughs> Batman. He's just a flat out badass. Yeah. Well, I mean, apparently he doesn't go down to women. So. I mean, <laughs> huh? Apparently, he doesn't go down on women. So I mean, you can oh, the yeah, you talking about that? Yeah, no, nah, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, you talking about that recent, that recent thing? It's all a little joke, man. I just want to put a little joke in there. That's yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I saw it on my news feed. Mm. Yeah. yeah, they shouldn't do that. I mean, they got kids watching Batman. They shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> yeah, that's a to be to be honest, that's a whole separate topic in general. Because I was wondering why everybody was just so mad about that shit. I'm like, why? Why y'all mad about it? It's just let Batman do what he wants. You don't give a damn. I mean, the same Gotham City like eighty hundred times. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. And he's like, and by this point, he's like a hundred years old. Like, <laughs> let him, let him do what he need, let him do what he needs to do. His knees too broke, man. He can't kneel down to go down, so leave him alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Yes, hey, God, why is take over if I had the fool, man? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah, I see you. Um, I see you do a Superman cosplay as well, Croft. Yeah, I do. I really like Superman. How do you aesthetic. feel about the whole um? How do you feel about the whole um, replacement of Henry with the Black Superman? Okay, yeah. Though this is a good topic. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Um, I don't mind it. I don't. I don't mind it. I'm not against it. Um, but I can. But I can understand from the other perspective why a lot of people are mad because they're like. Why won't you just go with the actual black Superman? What's his name again? Um, the black uh, Superman? 
there's, there's two of them, Valzad and Calvin Ellis. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I can understand other people's perspective. Like, oh, why don't you just go, you know, go with him instead of trying to take the Superman that we've been knowing our whole lives and change his identity. Um, but then I am, you know, I am, it's kind of like a thing where I am very open-minded and I'm kind of educated on a lot of stuff, especially being a person of color. You know, growing up, I never saw me a lot. When it came to superheroes, movies, TV shows, it's always been like white, white actors. And then that one black actor that's always the supporting cast, like I mentioned earlier, or he's the superhero that doesn't have the best superpowers or he's the unattractive black friend, you know, compared to the pretty blonde headed white guy. And. You know, throughout my whole life, I started to question, like, you know, like, Hollywood racist. You know, they keep, like, keep throwing these same superheroes with us every decade. The same ones. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman. And I'm like, well, where's the diversity? You know, they so, you know, they so, they so call themselves, diversify themselves by putting a woman, by, by releasing more women superheroes. Yeah, but they're all white. So you're still, that's still white supremacy. I mean, there's a lot of white, you know, women that ha that have a white supremacy mindset that think they're better than people of color. So that's not really doing any, any justice, you know. Um, I feel like what's happening is I think a lot of these directors and writers, they're having a hard time trying to bring about these black superheroes that are actually the black superheroes because maybe Warner, like maybe like Warner brothers or whatever, they don't want black superheroes. So I think what the casting directors do, they're like, okay, fuck you. I'm going to cast the black Superman since I can't have the actual black Superman or just like the Mortal Kombat movie. Melina was black in the new movie. You know, they're trying to diversify, you know, what they, what they can only do because maybe these higher ups are not allowing more black superheroes to be seen. And, and, you know, and there's this thing where Hollywood, they say, um, Oh, if it's not white, it's not going to sell. So we're not going to bring in black, you know, these new black superheroes that people know about to make their own movie. So I guess what a lot of these directors are doing they're kind of going against what their you know bosses want or whatever the case is, and they're like, okay, I'm a, okay, I'm a hire a black actor. That to prove you wrong, that black people can be amazing. So I think that's really the reality, and I just think that those, and I think that the other side that's complaining, like, oh, why don't you just cast the black, uh, the black, cast the black Superman? I think this can either go one or two ways. They're probably just racist. Or they're probably just not aware of the fact that there's like there's not many of us. So I guess the the the, the casting directors are trying to like break that. I guess you know. I I like that perspective, and it is one way of looking at it. But I'm on the, I'm on the other side personally on that because I definitely want to see the black original character be shown love because I've seen Marvel do it. They yeah. show original characters, and 
this was Sony Studios that did Miles Morales, and it was successful. Yeah, yeah. it was. Yeah, it was very successful, especially the new game. Yeah, and it, that was very risky in my opinion because when Miles Morales first came out way back in what was it like twenties, the early twenty tens, I believe. Yeah, that was very very risky in general. When he came out as a black Spider Man, I was very like shocked to see how all these white people that were Spider Man fans would take that, and it was very very successful. Now, if DC had done this, if DC did the same thing, like my thinking is. And I'm sure Cosplay Lives will agree with me on this, is because like you can't make an original white character black. Like that's not what black people are asking for. We have plenty of our own original characters that are just good. Valzana yeah. has proven in the comics to just be as good as Cal L. Why can't we just bring Valzan and Cal L together? I see what you're just saying. Yeah, yeah, I see what you're saying. It, it comes off as if it comes off as if they're still not appreciating us. Yeah. They're kind of just kind of doing like some petty stuff. Like, oh, let me just put this, you know, let me just put this black person that's, as an actor. That's what I feel. And it still comes off and it still comes off as racism. Because yeah. like, okay, you can't you can't actually have a black character with a black story. But then you want to tease us with having a black suit, like, swapping a white character with the black superhero and, mm. and, and be like, equality, we do care about you guys. But I, that, I that's, what you mean. that's what it seems like they're doing, because they're taking a white character and trying to make him black. I'm like, no, let's get the original black character in there. We can have the white character in there, too, and to, to, it, it'll be fine. Yeah. Because they've already established he's He's 100 years established. Well, yeah, yeah, and, and you know what? I noticed they play they play around a lot with Green Lantern. When you know, you know, you, can't, you know, there's a black one and the white one. Mm-hmm. Usually, when it's like the Justice League, and they put Cyborg in there, they're like, "Oh, he's already black. Let's use the white Green Lantern." But if Cyborg wasn't in the movie, or you know, they'd be like, "Okay, let's use the black Green Lantern." Yeah. So I get what you're saying. Those are examples. I, I think. Um... I think sorry. Uh, I think Zach did actually cast the Black Green Lantern for the movie, but Warner Brothers pushed they, it back for the show. They tried to get rid of him too, and Zach started threatening to walk off. He's like, "No, I'm not doing it." Yeah, that. Zach did cast the Black Green Lantern for the movie, but I think Warner Brothers did, bro- brothers wanted it for the actual Green Lantern show that's coming out. Hey, he's gonna be black. Yeah, we're gonna get a John uh, Stewart. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be Stewart. Yep. No, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, like, you know, for example, like the Black Green Lantern. Like, he should have his own movie. You know, the actual Black Superman. And, you know, other Black superheroes that are out there. You know, like Falcon. Um, I mean, he was in a movie with Captain America, but can he get his own movie? You know what I'm saying? So, he's yeah. Getting, I, he's getting um, his own movie, right? It's going to be a Captain America 4 featuring him, right? From what I understand. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, from from what I've heard, there's I gonna be a Captain America. I didn't hear about that. But some, I, I know I saw something about that after they did the Captain America and Captain Falcon. Uh, I'm sorry, Captain America with the Soldier and uh, and Falcon show that they had on Disney. I'm pretty sure they had that. It said something that it's gonna be a Captain America four, and he's gonna be Captain America in it. So that I'm pretty sure I saw okay. that somewhere. Mm-hmm. I could. But I'm pretty sure it's on. Yeah, and you know what? And and, and I think it's a black cosplayer, person of color. 
Uh, I think I am making a difference with my cosplay. You know, I'm exposing people who haven't really been exposed to a black cos, I mean, to a uh, cosplayer that so happened to be black, cosplaying a lot of these white characters. And I think that's really extraordinary for me, you know, for me to, to be doing what I'm doing. Because there, you know, there are so many people around the world who don't live in the USA. And I watch USA movies, Hollywood movies all the time. And they have the impression that everybody's white. And, you know, and that's discouraging for a person who is black. That's terrible. <laughs> yeah, because all you see is white people in movies, white superheroes, white this. You know, so that's, I mean, they have the impression that white people are better. So I agree with you that they need to actually utilize white characters. I read somewhere that they didn't want, I think um, uh, a lot of Japanese companies didn't want to sell the rights to their animes to uh, American studios. I'm not sure. I'm not sure where I read that. Really? I didn't hear about it, but I'm not against it either. Like, anime in general is a whole separate topic. I think anime just stayed in Japan and because that's where it originated and that's what they should do. And we can have people input it and stuff, but if they sell it to American companies, it's gonna be a whole this is gonna be a racial war like no other. Like no other. Cause they yeah, think about it, anime characters are Japanese and there'll be occasional white and black character in there. There's not that many white anime characters if you think about it. There's not that many black anime characters in general. Mm-hmm. They sell that thing. To uh, American studios, you know how many white anime characters we're gonna get? Ooh, a dozen, and then like, and then like one, or, and then one, or, and then and just, and just one or two of us. Yeah, so, think about the think about the Dragon Ball Evolution movie. Goku was white in that movie. I'm like, what? He's an alien in Japan. Why would he project him as white? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, even though the movie was freaking terrible, but. <laughs> Like, still a white guy projecting Goku. I'm like, no, he's not Japanese or white, but whatever. I mean, he's not, yeah, I'm like, whatever. It is what it is. They can't, they can't, I hope they don't ever sell it to American studios. It'll be a different story after that. Yeah. And I, you know, I have, and I, you know, I'm going to piggyback off of that. I'm really, I'm really happy you brought that up about Japan and everything in the Western part of the world. Um, because we're dealing with a situation where so many cultures and so many people are anti-black. Not all. There are good people out there in the world, but a lot of people are anti-black. It's like they get fearful or they think that, you know, black is less than them. Um, especially in the Western world, in Asia, they're really horrible for being racist towards black people. So I just think that, you know, us as black cosplayers and you, uh, Anthony, um, uh, so we need to really just like come together and really just show people that we are awesome and we're not what they say we are. Yep, I agree with that. We need to keep doing what we do. I agree with that. And this is off topic. If they're about to open up off Earth 2, would you would you like a black studio to direct those movies? Oh, like I for example, because the only black studio I know is Tyler Perry, so I don't, I'm not sure if there's any actual. <laughs> Uh, Tyler Perry Studios. Oh, hey, hey, yeah. you guys know Tyler Perry Studios is here in Atlanta, right? Yeah. It's big. <laughs> it's big. Hey, yeah. I, would, I would love for everybody that did uh, the Black Panther movie to do a DC movie. That's all I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. 
I would love that. And the whole the whole directing cast of the Black Panther movie, bring them to DC and let them direct the movie and I'll watch it. I'll pay money for that. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, and, and I'll say introduce more black superheroes and more Hispanic superheroes. I want to see DC has a wide array, man. DC has a wide array of, of, of um multicultural superheroes, exactly with Dr. Faith that I was I was looking because I was trying trying to verify it. he is a Muslim like superhero. This is, as long with this I, is, I, I, he is a Muslim superhero, right? Yeah, there's this. Yeah, there's him. It's Brazilian superheroes they have. There's a whole bunch of. Oh my gosh, I love Beetle, that. Um, um, Blue Beetle. Blue, Beetle. Blue Beetle is Hispanic. Yeah, Blue Beetle is Hispanic. So is the the one guy from the Suicide Suicide Squad. They have in the movie. Uh, that is fire. Uh, that is fire. Yeah. There's a few. There's a few Hispanic yeah. movies. Uh, fans of DC superheroes. DC has DC a lot of love they have a lot to work with. They don't know how to work with it. Right. If there ever is a Blue Beetle movie, no I would pay for that. I would pay so much money to see a Blue Beetle movie. Imagine that. They got Blue Beetle, Black Beetle, Green Beetle. Let's all come together and let's do something. I would love that. I would pay money for that. Oh, my God. That would be dope. I will pay. They got, they got, they got Blue they Beetle got and Firestorm movie would be nice. You said what? The Firestorm movie would be nice, too. Oh, yeah. I love. I love that. Oh, yeah. That'd be dope. I'm going to give you the floor, Croft, so you can plug whatever you want to plug. Your, your handles, whatever you want to, your upcoming cosplays, whatever you want to do. Here, the floor is yours. Okay. Go for it. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, I, I, you know, I just want to say to everybody that, you know, thank you for supporting me. It means a lot. You know, I'm just, uh, I'm just a regular old guy, but, you know, I really appreciate the support that I receive from everybody. Um, it really makes, it keeps me humble. And it really, makes, it really makes me feel good, you know. Um, and I want to encourage everybody to continue to support me, including these two knuckleheads right here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, my next cosplay that I'm working on. Um, so I'm working on Hawkman. Okay, I like Hawkman's aesthetic. So I'm working on the costume. I have to. I'm actually looking at my costume right now behind the camera. I'm not going to show the world. Until you know we did a shoot, but there's you know big giant wings and the chest piece that I just finished making from scratch. So I'm excited to show you guys that um, world. So uh, I want you guys, you know, if you guys want to stay updated with me, you know, you can always find me on social media at DJ Croft. Easy to find on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch, and YouTube. Um, I make cosplay make videos on YouTube of how I make my costumes. So you can follow me on YouTube at DJ Croft. So, so you can see me making my costumes. So um, if you're if you want to be that character, you know, hopefully my videos can help you make that costume. But other than that, you know, just stay positive in the world. You know, let's keep, you know, uniting. Cause there's a lot of hate in the world. So I, I really just hope and wish. That people would take step, take a step back, confront any bias that they may have within themselves of other cultures and other races or whatever the case might be, to to be a better human being because because right now we need love, you know. So that's my message to everyone who's watching this interview right now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's nice having you. I can't wait to speak to you again. Really, you look forward to seeing you, uh, to speaking with me again. I, yeah, look forward to I can't wait to come to the, I can't wait to come to America to meet both of you, man. 
Hey, yeah, please. Let me know what con you decide. I will be there. And just know you will have fun. <laughs> right. And you're going to have you. Yeah. I might have, yeah, you're gonna have drinks waiting, too. Yeah, let's move to Canada. All right. Because apparently, because apparently <laughs> it's a better place there. Canada's pretty nice. I'm not gonna lie about it. It's, I, I don't know. It, it, it's it's better. It's better in some ways, and it's better. It's I don't know if you guys heard about the mass graves that they just found here in Canada. The like who? I mean, we had we had um the graves, the graves. Yeah, we, we found like like mass graves of like 215 um, indigenous uh, children, right, from residential schools. Because mm -hmm. we have we had schools on something 96, 1996, somewhere around there that that housed that took these um. Indigenous people, the kids away from their parents, like native kids away from their parents, and put them into schools that were run by the mm -hmm. church, trying to force them to be, force them to be pretty much white, like force them to, to adapt to white culture and Christian, and they just found like 215 bodies at one school. So I mean, there's lots more going into that right now. Mm. Oh my god! In which and that's only until which, that's uh, only until the the, the 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 late nineties. You know what I mean? So. Wow. It's not that. It's not wow. that. It's not that's so sad. That's so sad. In which in which state is it? With like 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 which department? Providence. Providence. Um, there's 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 residential there's residential schools all across the country. I think so. I mean, this is the first one that they found, but they seem to they they, they believe that there's more. Huh. Like, I don't know. Kids kids were killed and murdered and you know just died from illnesses and stuff too, and they just buried them right there, like unmarked graves, right? As you say, it's crazy here, man. You, you guys just don't hear about it. I mean, it's 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 pretty much the same here. It's just, I mean, subtle and yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, I'll send you a link to that. You want to read about it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's crazy. Send me too. All right, thank you so oh, much wow. again for coming. Thank you, Swaggy, for coming by. Yeah. Thank you, Swaggy. It was great spending time with you today. Hey, it's a pleasure, DJ. Cosplay Alliance. <laughs> it's been I, incredible. I Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. I feel honored to be a part of this tonight. I really do. So I got to jet off. My friend has been patiently waiting for me to get off because we're supposed to go drinking. <laughs> and it's his birthday mm -hmm. weekend. So, <laughs> so we got to right, Happy this. birthday to your friend, man. Tell your friend I said happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday to your friend. Yeah, I'll let him know. I'll let him know. Appreciate y'all, man. All right. You're welcome. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Take care.